Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. It's Friday. We're wrapping up Psalm 72. January 13, right? That is correct. That is correct. Yes. Do you know what's happening tomorrow night, Edwin? Tomorrow night, there is a singing going on at Livingston. We call it the In His Presence Singing. There is. If you're in the Tampa area, we'd love for you to come out and sing with us. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. That's the address and everything you need is at our website, christiansmeethere.org. And of course, stick around and come worship with us. No, I mean, you don't spend the night. Don't it's spend not, the it's night. It's not a lock-in. No. But but come back on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. for worship. What you meant was fly into Tampa on Saturday. That's what I meant. And then stick around for Sunday. I know. Yeah. If you're hearing this podcast early in the day on Friday, Friday you, you might be able to get those, get those <laughs> tickets lined up. <laughs> psalm 72. I almost hate to be done with this fantastic psalm. Well, it's one of those the more we're reading the more we're seeing i love it i love those kind of weeks yes yeah um let's see if we can find some more okay psalm well, 72 i'm gonna read from the uh jewish publication society version just want to see how they how they view this one so psalm 72 a psalm of solomon give the king thy judgments O god and thy righteousness unto the king's son that he may judge thy people with righteousness and thy poor with justice let the mountains bear peace to the people and the hills through righteousness. May he judge the poor of the people and save the children of the needy and crush the oppressor. They shall fear thee while the sun endureth and so long as the moon throughout all generations. May he come down like rain upon the mown grass as showers that water the earth. In his days, let the righteous flourish in abundance of peace till the moon be no more. May he have dominion also from sea to sea and from the river unto the ends of the earth. Let them that dwell in the wilderness bow before him and his enemies lick the dust. The kings of Tarshish and of the isles shall render tribute. The kings of Sheba and Seba shall offer gifts. Yea, all kings shall prostrate themselves before him. All nations shall serve him, for he will deliver the needy when he crieth. The poor also, and him that hath no helper. He will have pity on the poor and needy, and the souls of the needy he will save. He will redeem their soul from oppression and violence, and precious will their blood be in his sight that they may live, and that he may give them of the gold of Sheba, that they may pray for him continually, yea, bless him all the day. May he be as a rich cornfield in the land upon the top of the mountains. May his fruit rustle like Lebanon, and may they blossom out of the city like grass of the earth. May his name endure forever. May his name be continued as long as the sun. May men also bless themselves by him. May all nations call him happy. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who only doeth wondrous things, and blessed be his glorious name forever, and let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. The prayers of David, the son of Jesse, are ended. Okay, I, okay. so like yesterday, mm -hmm. saw something for the first time. Mm -hmm. Today, that his enemies lick the dust. You know, we've been talking all this week about Messiah and fulfillment, and we've even mentioned the promise made in the beginning, but doesn't it say something there in Genesis 
when he's talking to the serpent, what's 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 the curse brought on the serpent? He's going to go around on his belly and eat dust, right? Doesn't it say that? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there it is. I, I flipped over it's here. Because you've done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all the beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. Mm-hmm. May his enemies. I mean, look, the, the, here's this connection again to Messiah. Yeah. The enemy's licking the dust. That's crushing the head of the serpent right there. One of the uh, things I noticed as you were reading in that translation, uh, by and large, they chose the optative. Yeah, so the conditional, the, the prayer conditional language. The conditional prayer language yeah. uh, in, their, in their rendering of it. I thought that was good, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, they mixed it a little bit, but yeah, by and large. So... So okay, we we now we've recognized this as messianic, right? I, I think we've we've both seen this. We we've, we've understood that's what's going on, and um, and we've come to the end of a book of Psalms, yeah. And there's some great prize, uh, praise language, doxology language in this Psalm, uh, verse eighteen. Blessed be the Lord God. The God of Israel, who only does wondrous things, and blessed be his glorious name forever, and let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. What we find at the end of each of the books, mm-hmm. so these these last two verses, or I guess three here, um, are not necessarily a part of the psalm itself, but they are con- a conclusion to the book of Psalms. Book Though of Psalms. in this case, in this particular one, I think what we see is is such a grand doxology because it fits so well with the psalm. It's a very natural bridge from the end of verse 17 in our psalm. All nations shall call him blessed into the doxology. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel. But at the end of each of these books of Psalms, mm-hmm. or four of the books, because the four very the last one doesn't have it. Okay. It's, it's kind of like the last few psalms are their own doxology they're okay. just just an amazing amount of praise at the very end of the psalter yeah. psalm 50 so so, yes, yeah. so we don't we don't see a a separate doxology but if we go back to the end of psalm 41 we found blessed be the lord the god of israel from everlasting to everlasting amen and amen okay and so of course this one blessed be the lord the god of israel who alone does wondrous things blessed be his glorious name forever may the whole earth be filled with his glory amen and amen. And then we go to the end of the third book in Psalm 89, and we're going to look at verse 52. Got to flip over there. 89 and 52. This one's very simple. Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen and amen. Then I like how at the end of Psalm 106, listen to how they, they do it at the end of Psalm 106. Flipping, flipping, flipping. Okay, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting, and let all the people say... Amen. Yeah. Praise, Praise the, the Lord. Lord. <laughs> and so it's so that that amen and amen almost comes off when when we see what happens there in Psalm 106 it comes off as here we've got the priest as he's calling out amen mm-hmm. and the people are following it back with and amen. amen. Yeah. And in Psalm 106 it's just straight up a call let all the people say amen. amen. Praise the Lord. We have these doxologies as they're wrap again wrapping up the books. We've come to the close of a collection. Yes. And I love the word amen. So be it. May it be so. Right? It's assent and commendation all kind of rolled into one. Yes. And the the connection uh, of of the blessing of God and we've just kind of bringing all this together that we've talked about well now for you know, all these, all these weeks, <laughs> weeks of and the weeks. Psalms yeah. and then back into season two when we were 
kicking off book two. Unfortunately, our years didn't match up with the books themselves, so we haven't been able to restrict each season to that. But here we are in the in the middle of this season, ending this book. We'll be able to go through book three. It's just this praise of God as each of these books come to a conclusion. And the the thing that the Psalter editors wanted us to see was God is to be blessed and God is to be praised. Absolutely. His kingdom is fantastic. His king is, is amazing and is a blessing and we are to bless the king. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. so here we've, we've hit this final psalm in the book that is all about God's king and God's king is going to bring blessing And God's king needs to be blessed. And then it wraps up with this doxology of the fact that that should lead us to bless God himself. That God, who has set all of this in motion, deserves blessing and praise. It is a great, great lesson to us to be praising God, to be praising the Lord. Uh, I think we'd be remiss not to observe at the end here of Psalm 72 and this book. It has the language, the prayers of David, the son of Jesse, are ended. (laughs) That's fantastic. Yeah, and there's a... There's a callback then, uh, maybe a couple of callbacks here to something going on in the book of Second Samuel. Yeah. So, okay. So bringing that up here, the, the big question is, well, why does it say that here? Because we know in other books there are Psalms of David, yeah. so it's not Actually, like we got... we'll have more Davidic Psalms. Yeah. Right. So first of all, as we said earlier in the week, there's just the practicality that this shows us the ongoing nature of collecting these Psalms, mm-hmm. that as, as book two was collected and codified, there was this sense of, okay, this is done, but then more Psalms were collected and more books and were so added the, to the Psalter. book. Yeah. Yeah. And so we have that and, and David's Psalms get added into that, but man, so Second Samuel 23 verse one. Now these are the last words of David. Hmm. Well, that sure sounds a whole lot like the very ending of this book. It certainly does. Now, listen, listen to prayers the, are ended. So, and here's a psalm in 2 Samuel 23. Now, it's not, it's not the exact same psalm, but listen. The oracle of David, the son of Jesse, the oracle of the man who was raised on high, the anointed of the God of Jacob, the sweet psalmist of Israel. Here's what he says, verse 2. The spirit of the Lord speaks by me. His word is on my tongue. The God of Israel has spoken. The rock of Israel has said to me, when one rules justly over men, ruling in the fear of God. Doesn't that sound a whole lot like our psalm? It does. And then he goes on. He dawns on them like the morning light, like the sun shining forth on a cloudless morning, like rain that makes grass to sprout from the earth. Hmm. Isn't that hey. in our psalm? Yeah. In fact, it's Psalm 72, verse number six. He shall come down like rain upon the grass before mowing, like the showers that water the earth. In his days the righteous shall flourish an abundance of peace until the moon is no more. And then in back in 2 Samuel 23 and verse 5, For does not my house stand so with God? For he has made with me an everlasting covenant, ordered in all things and secure. For he will not cause to prosper all, excuse me, for will he not cause to prosper all my help and my desire? But worthless men are like thorns that are thrown away, for they cannot be taken with the hand. But the man who touches them arms himself with iron and the shaft of spear, and they are utterly consumed with fire, mm. which of course ties in Psalm 1, and here this Psalm, Psalm 72, because notice this connection to, yeah. does not my house stand so with God? Now wait, who is Psalm 72 attributed to? It's attributed to Solomon. And and this, in Psalm 23, these last words of David, what mm-hmm. he is what he is bringing to mind is God's covenant to put his son on the throne. Right, a throne and, forever. And now we've got Psalm 72, which is that son, mm-hmm. uh, either either by him, or some would suggest it's actually a prayer of David about Solomon, and so the uh, that, which is why the one the other day probably said Solomon, I think that was CSB, Solomonic, 
They yeah. were kind of trying to cover their bases. Maybe it's what? by Solomon or maybe it's about Solomon. So you weren't being funny? No, that's what that, it said. That's what it said? Yeah. Okay, I was just like, well, okay, Edwin. <laughs> no, that's, that's exactly what it said. Solomonic. Solomonic. Yeah. Ah. All right. Covering their bases there. Anyway, so. all, all these all these, these, uh, these threads and strands kind of coming together as we piece these two statements together. So we, at the end of this, I mean, yeah, probably the practical nature of when this book was collected, that was. It was the end. There wasn't more, but as time right. went on, there were more books collected. But there's also this connection back to what we have in the history mm-hmm. uh, of as, as these things come together about David's last words, David's prayers, uh, again, for Solomon, for yeah. the house, tying those well, things together. And we talked about the early days of Solomon's reign, too, that if you're tracking, kind of reading through First Kings, maybe chapter 4 through chapter 10, uh, it, it, it echoes what we have in this psalm, the expanse of his reign in dominion, the prosperity, the food. The queen of Sheba comes, and then she is a witness to his wisdom and to his riches, and she brings him mm. all of this gold. And I, I couldn't help but notice in, in this psalm, that is one of the things, the presents that are going to come to the king and the gold that's going to come to the king. And, you know, sure enough, those things transpired. Mm-hmm. You know, all that to say that... In the faithfulness of God, David wanted to build a house for God. No, no, God was going to make a house of David and a house for David. And uh, the incredible way in which, as it begins with Solomon and this one sitting on the throne, all of the blessings, all of the riches, all of the wisdom, all of the might uh, for a faithful king, and yet even in all of his glory, it does not compare to the king of kings to yes. Jesus Christ. Yes, does not compare. And that's what we were looking that's what everyone was looking forward to and we get to be part of. And see, then you you think about all of those doxologies. Mm. What wonderful words of praise and appropriate to our Lord and King Jesus. Yes, absolutely. And because he rules in justice Mm-hmm. And righteousness, mm-hmm. he is like the morning light dawning on us, the sun shining forth on a cloudless morning, the rain that makes grass to sprout from the earth. He is a blessing on us, his kingdom. Praise God, he's our king. Praise God. Let's wrap up, brother. A great God and Father, blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who only does wondrous things. And we bless you, Father, in your mighty deeds and your wonders in Christ. Blessed be his glorious name forever. And Lord, we praise you and bless you without end. Let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. And all the congregation said, Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.